It's a pleasure to have with us Coach Greg Porter from Greenville High School who has uh, taken the Raiders to that next level in terms of being a powerhouse in the states, reaching the upper state championship game last year, maybe the state championship game this year. Coach, welcome into Sports Talk. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing fine. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show today. Oh, we appreciate you for joining us tonight. Mazio Bennett, we've heard a lot about him. He seems like a terrific athlete. Exactly what is South Carolina getting in him? They're going to get a true student athlete, a guy that's not – I mean, he's not selfish at all. He's going to do whatever the offensive coordinator requires of him. He's going to be a great blocker on the perimeter, and he's just going to be a great teammate. You know, uh, we love his leadership at Greenville High School. It's helped transform that program, and he's really doing a great job. Let's talk about his receiving skills. What stands out? about him the the fundamentals of route running and going up and high pointing the ball in good hands how would you judge him in those in those categories i give him all excellence the reason is he's always working on his skill development there's not a day that he takes off you know sometimes we need to tell him to back off and allow himself to recover but if he if he take that attitude he'd never be where he's at you know he's a, a he's going to continue to work harder on his routes um, I think as he gets uh, more acclimated to the system and, and the great wide receiver coach, Coach Step, he will begin to get smoother in his routes. Great hands. Uh, he's just a total, complete athlete. Of course, you know, this day and age, expectations are high for kids coming out of high school. I mean, no longer, and I'm sure you can remember the day when you would uh, commit and sign, and then, you know, you might not see a player for a year or two. Now, they want to play early. Expectations are they'll play early. And expectations are for a guy like Mazio that he will contribute early. Is he, of course, you have another year to work with him and help mold him, but is he the kind of guy who can step on campus at South Carolina and compete right away and help them win in the SEC? Absolutely. I believe so. You know, the impact from the Porters really changed the game totally. Um, and he understands that. So, you know, there's no days off. He is coming with the attitude that he's going to work hard for what's, you know, for his opportunity. Uh, he works extremely hard on his routes, his hands, his leadership. And I believe without a shadow of a doubt, when he walk on campus, he is going to be ready to compete. Uh, give us the backstory, if you would, on, you know, what happened with him early on. He committed to Tennessee. I know at that point it, it looked like South Carolina might be strong with him. Then he went and visited Tennessee, and next thing we knew he was committing to Tennessee. And then – uh, changed his mind on that a few months later, and now South Carolina is where he's headed. What went on with him early on, and then what happened after that, and how did South Carolina get in there so strongly? You know, the, you know, I believe the coach staff has always been consistent recruiting him. Um, I think when he made that commitment to Tennessee, he probably was wooed that weekend, and they really wowed him a little bit. And um so he made a commitment, young man made a commitment. Uh, and then when the offensive coordinator from Tennessee got the head coaching job at USF, South Florida, he, he decided to, you know, decommit, you know. And after he decommitted, I saw and witnessed a more consistent and genuine effort from Coach Beamer and his staff and Coach Stepp and continue to build a relationship with him even when he did commit to Tennessee. They never backed off. They didn't get any feelings about it. They were very professional about it. And I think that genuine family uh, effort on their part really won him over. 
And I think this is a commitment to stick. This is this is his heart. This is where he really, you know, learned a lesson from committing too early. And that was a part of his process. That's a part of his journey. That's part of his growth. And he seems to be very settled to be a game cop. When did you kind of sense a turn towards South Carolina in his thinking and in his as he went through the process? Because I know in January he went to Alabama, had to be impressed with that. Then he went to Miami, and he goes down to Miami. You were telling me he plays for a seven-on-seven team out of Miami, so he's down there all the time. Uh, And he also made a stop at South Carolina. And I believe he came back to South Carolina last weekend. When did you think it uh, really started turning their way? You start visiting more often. (laughs) You're not going to keep visiting schools that you're really not interested in. Mm -hmm. You start spending more time with them. You know, Coach Step came up and, you know, really, just really talked to us, the staff, and Coach Lamb about uh, the relationship with this guy. They really took an effort to really want to understand this time around, we're not going to lose him to no other school. And I think uh, Maisel really appreciated that. So I don't know if it was a particular day when I seen it. I just knew I can tell that it is beginning to lean that way because he started spending more time down there. Yeah. Talk of the coach Greg Porter from Greenville High School. Of course, before that, he was at uh, Hillcrest, did a great job there. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, correct me now, won a state championship? Absolutely. I yeah. did win a state championship in 2014 and winning as coach in their school history. <laughs> I thought I remembered I that. I, just, and, I thought I just had that. <laughs> and, and let me think now, let me think. Did you. Correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Did you slay the giant? Was it Dutch Fork who you beat? Uh, yes, it was Dutch Fork. Yeah, yes, I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at that game. I'm just just checking the old memory. Okay, so I got to ask you this question, and I know this will put you right in the middle. So, I mean, you've got a terrific program, and you're recruited hard by the Gamecocks. You're recruited hard by the Tigers. You've had players go to Clemson, and you'll have others go to Clemson. So you're getting hit up by both staffs. So what do you think about the two staffs, the way they recruit, the way they come at you? I know. Come on. What What do you think about the way they handle their businesses? Well, I think they're both very professional. You know, everybody has their own personality, you know, and um, take nothing away from either one of them. I think Coach Sweeney and uh, Tyler Grissom has done a great job of recruiting our players. And then you, you just think about it. Is it a fit for our school? You know, is this young man is a complete fit for our school? So I think they know exactly what fits for them. Like, you know, South Carolina really realized that Mazo was a fit for them. And uh, they proceeded to recruit him. So I think both staffs have their strength. And, um, you know, I think I'm going to keep it right there. (laughs) Well, now, be honest, Jim, were you at all a, a little surprised that Clemson never really uh, made a move with Mazio, never really showed him the type of interest? Or, again, does it go back to what you're saying, you know, fit, a fit for him and a fit for them? You know, there were times early in the process I was kind of surprised. I really was. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I started thinking maybe it's just the way we think on our staff about our players. We think really – really high about our players, and we think they should be recruited by everybody. So, you know, there was a moment we had to check ourselves. I had to check myself and, and say, well, you know what? They know what they need. But I just really, God, will put you right where you need to be at, and I just think that 
You know, they went for Tyler Brown, which is one of our, you know, top receivers. That is a great fit for them. And Mazio, the way his attitude is, seemed like it, it clicks more with South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think both staffs got what they need and what they wanted. Which brings us to Blake Franks, your very talented offensive lineman in the 24 class who's down to South Carolina and Clemson and has talked about making a decision sometime this month and has been to both. He's given them equal opportunity, equal attention, and seems to be genuinely torn about what he wants to do. What's the latest on him from what you know? I'm going to be safe for for the sake of the family and their privacy with that decision. I think he is really torn, but, you know, he knows exactly what he wants, and the family knows. So um, out of respect to them, I'm going to refrain from saying any more about which direction they're leading into that. So I'm really not sure what to say on that. Do you – yeah, I respect that totally. Do you think they're there, though? Do you you think they've made – they know what they want to do. They've made that decision just just waiting to announce it. I couldn't even say on that. I'm not even sure. You know, it, when I talked to Blake, you know, I tried to give him his privacy and not put him under the stress of, like, he has to discuss that with me, but he know I'm there if he needs guidance. But his family, his mom is assistant principal at our school, so he know exactly what he needs to do and what he wants. And I'm sure when he makes the decision, it's going to be, you know, what's best for him and his family. Yeah. Oh, so his mom's the assistant principal. I guarantee you one thing, he doesn't step out of line. No, no. <laughs> Not at all. Any I- yeah, yeah. Any idea when we should look for something from him in the next, here it's going to be middle of February, you think something in the next week, two weeks? I, I don't know. Maybe he's moved by the excitement of, you know, what's going on with Cam Pringle signing, and now you have uh, Harvard, the number one player in the country. Now you got the number one receivers. You know, so he may feel the energy and, you know, probably move on that. But I couldn't say if it's within the next two or three weeks. You know, we just want him to be ready, and when he do make a decision that we, we let's stick with it, you know, and be committed to it. Yeah. Coach, really appreciate it on a Friday night you being with us. I know you got basketball going on and everything else that's happening up there in the spring. And uh, really appreciate you being with us. Congratulations on producing another big timer. And you got another one that's going to be announcing here at some point. So we'll get back with you on Blake when that's done. And we'll talk to you again. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. Thank you, Coach. Yes, sir. Coach Greg Porter. And I tell you what, man. You win at Hillcrest and you go and win big at Greenville, you're getting it done, and and he's getting it done. And we'll see what happens next with Blake Franks and uh, that decision, you know, as you heard the coach say, they must be in that kind of sensitive area where they're trying to get it nailed down, kind of like where the harbors were, I guess, at one point in time, that sensitive area where they're going back and forth and trying to make that decision. And I would expect something from him. He originally had planned for February the 7th, which I think is his mother's birthday. I think that's what he originally planned, but he's most recently been talking about uh, later on in February. So uh, we'll see what happens there. The next prize to come out of uh, Greenville High School.